0: So, Matthew chapter 7 is where we're at today. And I want to ask you this question. Will you survive the storms? And the answer to that is based upon this next question. What is it that you are building your life upon? What are you building your life upon? In the context today of, of us talking about five years as a church family... Um, The question I guess we could ask our church is this, what is our church being built upon? And we understand technically we're not the ones building the church. In fact, Jesus said he's the one that's going to build the church and that the gates of hell aren't going to prevail. They're not going to push back against it, that Christ is the head of the church. And though we can stress and worry a lot about maybe what's going on around us and even Even as we see some of our brothers and sisters in Christ in other states, or it looks like a lot of their, their freedom to even gather and assemble is being infringed upon and pressed upon. We know this though, we know this, no matter how bad things may get, that Jesus is the head of the church and that the church is here to stay that Christ church, because it's not a building, not a building. It's the followers of Christ that the church is here to stay. The church will. But I ask us this question today. What are you building your life upon? Will you survive the storm? So Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus is finishing. He's finishing what's called the Sermon on the Mount. It's called the Sermon on the Mount because Jesus is on the side of a mountain teaching to a big group of people. This sermon is really, really famous because uh because some of these truths are quoted, um, so much and so often and even some of the truths here are even quoted by non-believers now they may not realize the implications of this they may not even realize that this is a this is a biblical christian worldview. but but i would say most people in our society most people in our society would agree with the golden rule right treat others do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Well, this is all part of Jesus teaching in the Sermon on the Mount. He's imparting these powerful, powerful truths. And he's talking about how that that um, he goes through, blessed are, the, blessed are those, and blessed are the meek, and, and they're going to inherit the earth, and blessed are the peacemakers. And he goes on to talk about that as believers, that we're the salt, we're the light of the earth. That we shouldn't hide our lights, we should shine. As lights for the glory of God. So when other people see our works, they don't glorify us, but they glorify our father, which is in heaven. And so Jesus is is just imparting these really powerful, powerful truths. And he's talking about not having hate and lust in your heart. He's talking about even your. Now, this was radical because he said, love, even your enemies, pray for the very people that despise you. Now, this was just such a radical, radical teaching. He goes on to talk about prayer and he talks about not laying up treasure on this earth, but rather lay your treasure up in heaven. In other words, don't live. Don't live for this earth. Don't live for the here and now where it's a short time and it's gone. It passes away, but rather live your life for eternal things. Live your life for what matters. He talks about trusting God and not having anxiety and worry in our heart. and He talks about, about not judging people unjustly when we ourselves are guilty of the very same things. And then he goes on and he's talking about false teachers and preachers that are out there and he's warning people. He's warning of the false teachers that are, that are saying things in his name, but they're not truly his followers. And it's revealed, it's always revealed by the fruit in their life. And basically what Jesus is saying that his follower, the people that truly have faith, that truly believe, it's going to be evidenced because they are going to follow him. They're not just going to say with their mouth, they're going to live with their life. Well, of course, that's not talking about being perfect and never sinning, but it's talking about a lifestyle that Christ's followers obey him and they follow him. So Jesus is ending these sayings. He's ending these sayings and then he illustrates it by giving this example. He says in verse number 24, He says, Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings, whom, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. So hears, but then also has actions, lives it out. He's saying they're like to a man, or likened unto a man, to a wise man, which built his house upon a rock so he's saying that this person has a firm foundation that they're building upon they're building on a rock he goes on to say the rain descends the floods came so the storm's coming the storm's coming we've been through probably the craziest storm a month ago that most of us have been through so we know about storms right and even the fact that we're living in the year 2020 We know about storms, like, yes, like the physical storms and just everything about 2020 is a storm, right? It's difficult times. Jesus says this, the person that builds upon Christ's words, upon his sayings, who lives them. He's building his house on a firm foundation that's going to survive the storm. Oh, the storm is still coming. But he's saying that person is wise. Because they're building on a firm foundation that is going to survive the storm, no matter what comes our way, no matter what comes our way. And we as Christ believers, we have that assurance. We have the assurance that that no matter how dark and how powerful the storm is, that we will press on, not because of our own strength, But because of the strength of God, the strength of the Holy Spirit in us, we're going to press on enduring the darkest of storms. Why? Because our foundation is built upon Jesus Christ. He is the solid foundation that we will withstand any storm. You've heard us say this often, this phrase often, that saving faith, true saving faith is an enduring faith. That those who are truly Christ followers will endure the storm. That they will press on. It doesn't mean that they, that their faith can't be shaken. And it doesn't mean that they can't doubt their faith. It doesn't mean they're going to have perfect faith. Not here in this life. But it does mean that that faith will press on. Why? Because we have an anchor. We have a foundation that is sure. It is built on Christ. And Jesus, after he just imparts this powerful truth... All these powerful truths. He says, the person that hears my words and does them, they're building their life, they're building their house upon a rock. The storm's coming. But it's going to survive the storm. But then he compares it. he says, but the foolish person. He says, the foolish person. He says in verse 26, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. So the person that hears, they both hear. They both hear one does and the other doesn't. The other ignores it. The other hears the truth, but ignores the truth. The one hears the truth and follows it. The other hears the truth, but doesn't follow it. He says, that's a foolish man who's building his house upon a sand, upon sand, upon a foundation that will crumble and that will fall when the storm comes. He says, when the rain descends and the floods came, the wind blew. In other words, the storm comes. They're not going to survive because he says, great was the fall of it. Both houses, both houses faced the same storm, but one stood firm and the other crumbled. The one that stood firm is because it was built upon the rock. And I ask you this question today. I asked myself this question today, what are we building our life upon? What are we building our life upon? Again, like I don't, it doesn't take much convincing. Like we've been faced just as a society with a lot of things this year. And we're continuing to face difficult, difficult things. So I don't have to stand up here and try to convince you that you're going to face hard times. That's pretty evident. We're going to face difficulties. For some of you, it goes far beyond the pandemic. It goes far beyond the loss of a job. For some of you, you've lost a loved one recently. For some of you, you've had a, a spouse or, or, or someone that you love dearly, a family member, a friend hurts you and betray you. And you know that that emotional hurt is, is far greater than some of the physical effects that are around us. And you faced a storm in that sense. And the reality is this, that every one of us, every one of us are gonna face storms in life. And whether or not we survive the storm is determined upon what we are building our life upon. For some, they build their whole life upon their outward success. Their outward success of a job title or a certain income bracket that they can get into. For some, they base all their identity, they're building all of their life upon a certain home that they live in or a car that they drive. Or they're basing all of their success, all of their foundation is built upon the success of their children. For some, it's based upon the opinion of what other people think about them. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that that those things aren't important. I'm not saying that, that it's wrong to have financial success. I'm not saying that it's wrong to want your kids to succeed. I'm not saying it's wrong to want to succeed at the job that you're at. But if that is what your whole foundation is being built upon, you're one storm away from all of it coming crumbling and falling to the ground. Because if that is your foundation, if that's my foundation, We're not going to survive the storm. We're not going to survive the storm. That Jesus, and specifically following, hearing, and doing his word, is building our life upon a sure foundation. Maybe you're here today and you have questions about what it even means to being a believer and being a follower of Christ. Well, at the time that Jesus is saying this, he's pointing out a really powerful truth. That the whole religious system of their day was built on a faulty foundation that the Pharisees and these religious leaders, they, were, they had the show. They had everything correct on the outside, but truly it wasn't built on God's word. It was built upon the things they added to God's word. It was, it was built upon their outward show and what Jesus was showing that it was faulty. It was a foundation that wasn't sure and it was going to come crashing down. And maybe your religion is nothing more than a, than, than a faulty foundation. Maybe you grew up being taught that you have to earn your salvation, that your salvation is up to you to achieve and it's up to your religious activity to, to somehow earn it. But that couldn't be further from the truth. That foundation will come crumbling down because there's only one foundation that's gonna be sure. And that is the foundation of Jesus Christ. In fact, Paul and Peter, and even the Old, Testament's, Old, Old Testament prophets like prophesied and predicted about something called a chief cornerstone. That Jesus Christ, who is God, who became man and entered his own creation. It says that he is the chief cornerstone. The cornerstone is something that maybe we're not too familiar with today, but the cornerstone would be that first stone that would be laid for a building. And every other stone had to be in line with that cornerstone or the building wouldn't be secure. And when when the the, the prophets and the apostles are saying that Jesus is the cornerstone, that Jesus is that firm foundation, what they're saying is this, that all other foundations that we build upon are nothing more than sinking sand. And maybe you've built your foundation when it comes to your, your eternity, when it comes to your soul, maybe you've built on a faulty foundation, that there is only one road that leads to heaven. There is only one way. In fact, Jesus talks about that in the same chapter. He says it's not the big, wide, broad road that leads to everlasting life. It's the narrow road. And it's only through Jesus Christ that we find salvation. It's not through our righteous works. It's not through a a name tag of a certain religion or denomination. It is through faith in Jesus Christ, in his sinless life, in his finished work on the cross, in his resurrection from the dead. And I ask you this question today. Are you building your life upon that foundation? Have you truly put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And here's the thing. If not, please know this. Like, I'm not speaking down to anyone. Like, we are so honored that you're here. And I said this in the first service. And I hope there's people that will take me up on it. I said, listen, we would love to sit down with you and talk with you and pray with you. If you have questions about what it means to be a follower of Christ... If you have question to what, questions about what, is, what exactly is salvation? What exactly does it mean to be a follower of Christ? And I say the same thing to you. I say the same thing to maybe those tuning in online. But you don't know that you're a follower of Christ. What does it mean to truly believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? We would love to talk with you and, and pray with you. And help you come to that saving faith. And if God's speaking to you about that, don't, don't ignore that. And the thing is, like, when I tell people this all the time, you've been to Crosspoint before, you've, you've heard me say this. Like, if you're thinking like, oh, I'm talking directly, it's me talking to you. Well, then just ignore me right now. But later on today or tomorrow or sometime this week, that same feeling of conviction is going to come back. And you're going to recognize that it's not me trying to talk to you, but it's God that's, that's speaking to you. We actually had some some visit not long ago. The person they were with, or they they came with a friend and they told their friend after like, man, I think Pastor Joel was talking right at me. (laughs) They said, no, actually that was God talking to you. But maybe God's speaking to you. Maybe you don't know that you're a follower of Christ. And, And maybe today is the day for you to put your faith completely in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because here it is. Any other foundation is sinking sand. It will not survive the storm. Here's a picture of a building that actually fell down in China. This was about 4 or 5 years ago. This was a 7-story apartment building that fell down. I think like 22 people were killed in this. Just a few years ago. And as they investigated it and found out, well what what was the issue? It came back to a faulty foundation. And a faulty foundation is not going to survive the storm the storm that we faced a month ago we saw trees literally just blown over we saw all this damage and here's the thing yes the storm does cause that damage but the storm also reveals something it reveals it reveals what the foundation is and the storms that come in our life you know what they reveal they reveal what is our foundation Again, that doesn't mean that we go through the storm with this fake smile on our face and act like nothing's wrong. No, like they're serious things. But the point is this, that if our foundation is built on Christ, we will survive no matter what storm comes our way. Because it's not our strength. It's the strength in the foundation that is built on Christ. Maybe you're here today, you're a follower of Christ, you're a believer But to be honest, maybe lately, maybe lately you've been hearing the word of God. You've even been reading the word of God, but you haven't been living it. You haven't been actually putting it into practice. And may I say this, here in this passage, we see that both people heard the words, but one ignored it and the other lived it. Now, again, we're not living that in our own strength. This is is evidence of being a follower of Christ. But that being said, like... Look, even as his followers, we're not going to live a perfect, sinless life. Hey, that's not going to happen until we get to heaven. This life's going to be a struggle. This life's going to be a battle. But yet, maybe you're in a season of your life. You know you're a follower of Christ. And so that faith is going to endure. But maybe to be honest, that the reason that there's things in your life right now that haven't been going well, it's not It's not that God's necessarily trying you as much as like, He just ignored his words. And I say that again, not talking down to anyone because I've been there. And for some people, you know what? A lot of times the storms are self-inflicted. They don't learn from it. And they're constantly jumping from drama and relationship and devastation, the devastation and all these things are happening. They're throwing their hands up to God and the reality is. Because they haven't been following God's word. Look, the whole message of of the Bible is about Christ. It points to Christ. The Old Testament points forward to him. The New Testament, we read the historical account of Christ. And it's not just about good advice to do all these things. It's about good news that Christ came and that he was the perfect sacrifice for our sins. But yet it's through faith in him that we can live that life that he wants us to live. But in doing that, we need to follow his word. So, yes, it's not in our own power, but there is responsibility on our end. And you can't ignore that. And if you ignore either one of those, you're going to get out of balance and in into uh, into error theologically. Like, our dependence is upon Christ, but there's also a human responsibility, like, to follow his word. And maybe, honestly, if you if you would admit that a lot of the storms and drama in your life, maybe it's been self-inflicted. Maybe it's because you haven't been following the words of God. And so I would ask you to do this. Would you humbly, would you humbly repent of that? Would you humbly recognize that? That, hey, these storms, these storms are because I haven't been following God's word. And begin to follow his word. But I ask you this, if you're, you're here today, you're not a believer. Is your foundation built on Christ? If your foundation is built on anything other than faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're not going to survive the storm. If you're his follower, are you being wise or are you being foolish? Again, I know the overall point here. Jesus is saying, my followers, my true, or true believers, they're going to follow me. They're going to obey me. But look, as a believer, there's some times where, sometimes where we can just hear the word of God, but not follow the word of God. We can be a hearer, but not a doer. And I ask you this: Is there is there an area of your life, or maybe like that's you? And again, I know that's a humbling thing. And, and part of part of humility, part of repentance, is recognizing where we're at. And and instead of pl- instead of taking out the hat of victim, and always putting it on, and always blaming someone else, and always pointing the finger, and always always pointing to someone else for the drama in our life, is recognizing you know what. Maybe I've been the foolish man. Maybe I've been the foolish person. And I haven't built my life upon hearing and doing the words of God. Which foundation are you building on? Will you survive the storm? The answer to that is found in how you answer the next question. What are you building your life upon?